Do you have an open? I have something. I I, I hope it's it's relatable since we just recently found out that we could have possibly watched two different films this week by the so, same name. By the same name. Um, yeah. At least seven years apart, though. So let's let's hope we'll and see. pray that what I say relates. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's really more of a hypothesis. Oh. Uh, so welcome to Sydney's Science Corner. Oh. What happens when you mix Crash with Why Did I Get Married with a little dash of ghetto? <laughs> and on this episode, we will be discussing... Thank you. Lovely. Lovely. We love a, a, a but that's chemistry right there. You, that, mm-hmm. All of those elements working together. Um, mm-hmm. So, Sydney, what did we watch this week? This week, I hope and I pray that we both tuned into <laughs> Behind Closed Doors, released 2013, directed by Jarrell Crump, written by Alize Elise, starring Leonardo Black, June Buckner. Poetess Honeyvon, Ursula Cook, Saren Deasha, Miss Alize herself, and Libby Embler. All right, let's start the show. The new chilling circuit. And just like that, we back. Welcome back to the new chilling circuit. The only podcast dedicated to Black Indies only. My name is Lex. And I'm Sid. And each week we watch a Black independent film and come talk about it with y'all. We've been on a, what's it, a two-week hiatus, three-week hiatus. Uh, so I'm glad y'all are back with us on this Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Monday evening. Wh- whatever time period you're listening, because we're in the past right now, y'all in the future. So mm-hmm. I'm glad you're here with us. All right. Now, before we get into the particulars, before we start paying some bills around here, before we let Alexis, you know, hopefully get this 60-second challenge right off this break. Because you know what? I'm going to tell you right now, friend. Your three strikes, they reset. So oh. you're back at zero. Praise the Lord. you back at zero. you back at zero this week. All did right. you used to? Did your parents used to watch TBN? I would wake up in the middle of the night and hear that. <laughs> no. Praise the Lord. Okay. No, <laughs> Good I was for you. waking up, yeah, in the middle of the night, hearing "Oh my room, George Lopez," not yeah. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, y'all, uh, welcome back. We appreciate y'all for coming back uh, after a little break. Hope you enjoyed some of those recasted episodes we had put back up these last few weeks. But while we have you here, you know the routine. If you are new to the show, go ahead. Leave a five-star review and comment on Apple Podcasts. And for all those coming back to rejoin the New Chitlin Circuit this week, go ahead and retweet our episode announcement on this lovely Monday. All right. Now, Alexis. By golly, I hope you got it. I've been watching a lot of Friday Night Lights, so that's why I said Oh, I see, Um, yeah. (laughs) Are you ready to explain the plot of Behind Closed Doors in 60 seconds or less? By golly, I hope so. Oh, alrighty then. Let me get my timer out. Let's go. 
So we have a pastor, marriage counselor kind of type of guy who is helping couples through their issues. His name is Jamal. Um, and he's doing that. He's frankly a pretty decent counselor. He lets people talk. He's like pretty nice about it. Um, except his own wife is wayward and in the streets. Mm. Um, and the man that his wife is cheating on him with is a gangster who is in a, a conflicted drug battle with a man who just got out of prison who is dating this woman named Keisha, who's giving him a hard time. Now, mm. on the other side of town, there's a loan officer who's black but hates black people. Very Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> she denies her cousin a loan application, then about to deny another black lady a loan application. But that black lady, who's also in a tumultuous relationship, cusses her out, leaves her, and the bank officer takes her man. It's crazy. Uh, just a lot of interwoven lives and a lot of drama happening all at once. And also, somebody got shot over stealing their neighbor's cable. <laughs> the timer just went off. <laughs> I can at least confirm that we did watch the same movie. Uh, okay. In your 60s. <laughs> I'm so glad. I, I was, because what, what we would have talked about, Sydney, if we know. had watched two different the, Behind Closed the Doors. Other behind Closed Doors synopsis is about a young girl attending an HBCU, but she gets into an abusive relationship. So we got to no. see how that plays out. That's the one that came out last year. So wait, I was like, Sydney, wait, wait. Hmm. No, we both were wrong. <laughs> the behind closed doors that I sent you was uh-huh. that because I watched that trailer, oh. but I forgot about it because we picked the movie <laughs> last week. So I just clicked on the first behind closed doors that I saw. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> so we both wrong. <laughs> but I it's okay though. In, yeah, behind closed doors. And this was the first thing that popped up. And I said, uh-huh. all right, this is the one I'm going to watch. Okay. Well, then- I definitely selected the other one because now you, that you just said that, that rings okay. a bell. I watched that trailer. I selected that movie last week for us to watch and wow. I forgot. Well, and I just picked this one. Happenstance. Uh, yeah, because what if you would have been- picked the other one? <laughs> That would have been funny, though, to try and figure out how the movies was the same. <laughs> I'm so glad we watched the same movie. Got to our opening thoughts, probably had the same thoughts, then started talking about <laughs> scenes, and I would have said, wait a minute, wait. who got shot? <laughs> who? <laughs> who? Yeah, okay, so y'all just yeah. witnessed a, mir- a miracle here today, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm glad we watched this This. Um, behind closed doors and i've learned a lesson when we pick movies i'll start putting like parenthesis the year release year yeah 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 we should start doing that because so. yeah, this, <laughs> this could have been catastrophic this yeah week. this could have been a completely like wasted studio session here <laughs> yeah yeah so ooh. Ooh, so the listeners out there you're welcome <laughs> yes and thank you for bearing with us with that because that could have went the yeah. other way yeah now that we definitely know what we watched mm-hmm. this week. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's get on into our general thoughts on this movie that we definitely watched this week. <laughs> 100%. Yes. All right, y'all. Before we get into our general thoughts on Behind Closed Doors, 
wanted to first uh, just shout out Mr. Steve Wallace, the filmmaker behind Hal King, uh, one of the last movies we reviewed before our recent hiatus. He reached out to us after listening to the review uh, with some very, very, very kind words. And we really appreciate it. I'll just give you all a little snippet so you know what we got going on, though. Uh, he just, you know, let us know he really enjoyed the presentation of the podcast uh, that we clearly show an appreciation and love for these black indies. And, you know, so glad that Hal King is getting some extra legs out there in the world. And also, y'all, an exclusive clip. He let us know that Hal King is being turned into a stage play. So very, very excited about that. So um, thank you again, Steve. We really enjoyed the film. Can't wait to see the next iteration of Hal King, whatever else you have coming up next. And for any other filmmakers out there, uh, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, We love talking to you guys. Uh, We would love to have more of you on our show. And likewise, for our listeners, uh, hit us up on our social handles and let us know what films you're watching and what you want us to review. All right, y'all. That's my little spiel. Back to the show. So, Sydney, Mm -hmm. what did you think of Behind Closed Doors, parenthesis 2013? The first thing that comes to my mind um, after having uh, viewed Behind Closed Doors, open parentheses, 2013, close parentheses, um, is a very famous uh, meme that was going around uh, the internet a few months ago. This is your man. This is your man. Well, yeah, I'm going to stick beside him. And you know what? I, I, I'm going to preface this by saying I don't, I'm not going to say anything bad about this movie, this entire review. Number one, because even though I'm not completely sure I understand the full plot of the movie, I laughed a lot throughout it. So, you know, I think all the actors, um, all of which I've never seen before, they all happened to be very, very funny. And it came off to me, it's like there was a script written and uh, the producer, director, writer, they're all on set and they go, I know you see these words written on this paper, but like, do it how you feel. And that's, 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 what, that's what I got from this movie from beginning to end. And for that reason, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, so, you know, I'm, I'm really excited to hear what you thought about Behind Closed Doors 2013. <laughs> I agree with you about the actors. Frankly, that was my high, mm-hmm. my highest mark on this movie is that the actors mm-hmm. really carried through. Like all of the yeah. actors, like I think there was only one moment in this like hundred minute hundred minute movie where I was like, mm-hmm. uh, like this this actor just kind of, just kind of taking me out of it. But mm-hmm. pretty much all of those hundred minutes, I was like, oh yeah, they're there. I believe these people as couples. Like <laughs> I believe yeah. them. Yeah. Um, so there's that. I also had a similar note uh, back to your cold open about uh, crash. It felt kind of mm-hmm. like that, like the <laughs> yeah. multiple storylines and like weaving together strangers and things like that. Mm-hmm. I can also say I enjoyed the movie. I do think there were a lot of storylines. Most of them never got complete. Um, yeah, but but when I was watching, it wasn't. Sometimes when I'm watching a movie, I end up being like adding my my brain, my cognition to it, and trying uh-huh. to like think something through and like deduce something. And like you know, while I'm like when I was watching like Tenet, which is an extreme yeah. example. I was gonna say because then nobody know what happened in that movie. John David don't even know what happened in Tenet. He was in it. <laughs> uh, yes, that's an extreme example. 
But in this movie, I was literally, I felt like I was on an airplane, um, like, no, an airport, like, moving conveyor belt, like, walking, uh-huh. like, moving walkway. It's like, oh, uh-huh. where, where are you taking me now? Yeah. <laughs> I was uh-huh. just along uh-huh. for the ride, and it was pretty enjoyable. Truly. <laughs> and, you know, there were a lot of laughs along the way. That, that, yeah. That's what makes for a good trip, a lot of laughs. So, yeah. shout out to everyone involved for that. Yeah. Well... Uh, let's go, let's get on into some of these scenes then. Well, y'all, after the break, I have something different to say. Usually (laughs) for our loyal long-term listeners, you know, that right now is where I say here on the new Chitlin circuit, we start with the opening scene in the movie because that's the way Mm -hmm. we do it. But I really do believe we're going to need to take a different approach today. Yes. Um, simply because of the like anthology type of style uh, mm-hmm. of the story. Now, I'm yeah. still going to address the opening scene because it contained a song that I absolutely loved. It was I song. was jamming. <laughs> so we will discuss that. Yeah. But for the rest of the movie, um, similar to our 24-hour love review, I would like to take it couple by couple. Wow, that's... Way to cite your sources. That's mm-hmm. perfect way to to handle this review. I I'm I'm fully on board. Let's do it. I, I figure you were. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But that opening number was great. We start off. There's a woman on stage. She's singing. She's got this pink dress. The song's a, mm-hmm. it's a bop. Was you rocking? Because I was rocking. I was I was doing a little you know a little shoulder blues. Yeah. You know sitting at my desk doing a little bit of that <laughs> little body rolls when she was going on. Girl, I said okay. Mm-hmm. Who is this girl up here on this? I thought it was Althea at first. Thithi. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's not. It's actually, because no. I, I, I was like, I know Althea can't sing or can she? But it's actually the writer of this film, Elise. Elise. She's wow. uh, the woman who's singing, who also, in my mind, um, had some of the best one-liners also throughout this movie. Definitely. I actually yeah. have that note. Matter of fact, because the singing turns into the start of the uh-huh. plot, we can start yep. with that couple then. Um, mm-hmm. Her character's name was... Tracy. Tracy. Um, side note, throughout the movie, not many characters say another character's name when talking yeah. to them. So the only person whose name I'm confident about is Jamal because he mm-hmm. says Dr. Jamal <laughs> Levy. Yeah, he does. Everybody else I don't know. Um I oh, think, she does call herself Tracy McCall at the end when she's cussing out the bank lady. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think her, was it her husband or her man? Her man. Her man's name was Dre. Because JD Mm-mm. and his wife was a couple who wasn't having sex. And they had a bunch of problems. Different couple. Dre was the man who was in the mm-hmm. next scene who was broke. and try- He was a felon. And uh, his girlfriend's yes. name was Keisha. That's Dre. Yes, that's Dre. Mm. Yeah, right now we're talking about Tracy and I suppose his name was what? Tracy and Tracy's not, man. Tracy and Tracy's man, yeah. It's, I know for a fact it's not JD. Yeah, because JD JD's the other his guy. wife. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, she gets into a fight after this performance uh, of this mm-hmm. great song in the opening number. And the arc for this couple is her boyfriend doesn't have a job, right? He's yeah, broke, he doesn't right? have a job. And she always brings it up. 
Yeah. And then mm-hmm. she was working somewhere corporate and got fired because she got caught on tape fighting in the club. <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe she was like a teacher or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but I don't know. It's her lines. Y'all going Donald Trump? Me? This, that. <laughs> <laughs> she had some zingers. because. She did. This couple doesn't really come back until the end of the movie again. Yeah. Um, so because they're not really woven in with the rest of the like situation, they, really. Yeah, their their connection with the rest of the couples and cast is they also need a loan because she wants to open up a nightclub uh, at the end of the film. Yeah. So they go back to the predatory racist yet black woman. Yeah banker who refuses to give her a loan and she got to get cussed out you know yeah and yeah i don't know if this is true about miss alizé um mm-hmm. but tracy could cuss like Tr- yeah. tracy was a certified yeah. cusser out she yeah. <laughs> she cussed that lady from from here to sunday and i was she i was sure literally did. i was like oh my god like i was trying to follow along you can't like, even she type really all of that out yeah. broke her down like <laughs> That's what I was saying. That's my point. I, I, because Tracy's uh, Alize, she's also a writer. Well, she is the writer of this movie. I just know, yeah. well, obviously, because she's the writer, she has, she's more in touch with what this film is about. But yes. like, the director said, look, Tracy, well, look, Alize, I saw what you wrote, but like, just let it flow. I just, we, we flow. need to get this down. Let it flow. How, how yeah. would you feel? And that's mm-hmm. what she did. It was good. Absolutely. So the arc of that couple, she goes to get the loan because clearly mm-hmm. he ain't going to bring home no bacon. Um, she gets rejected by the woman, Miranda. Miranda. Yes, Miranda. And who we're going to get into next, because she's not a part of a coupling, um, but she is an important character. She gets rejected, but somehow the president of the bank is here at the branch and (laughs) is like, fires Miranda and gets Tracy Uh alone. And then Tracy kicks that man out of her life. And he ends up with Miranda because Miranda was eyeing him and stuff. Right, right, right. But, but see, that's this is another thing though. So he and Miranda do get together, but at the very end of the movie, when Miranda is seen sleeping with this man, mm-hmm. another woman walks in and it's like, "But you're my sister." Yeah, that was my last <laughs> note on the movie. Wait, they sisters? So wait, let's get to that man. After Miranda. Yeah. So Miranda, when we meet her, she's walking down the street with her coworker, and she uh-huh. is, and I mean, she she is tired of these black people. People. In the words of the great Jennifer Lewis, this is why I don't work with black people today. Because y'all always <laughs> up to no good. That is also the words of my mother when a black contractor she hires shows up five minutes late. <laughs> It Be really doesn't take anything. Be this, is time. I don't, you this is why I don't work with niggas. <laughs> <laughs> Period. That's the city. No condone that. But this if woman you try to means. Get paid, be on time. No, she's Miranda uh, serious. She dead ass, and she's the my is. What perplexes me is the complaint mm-hmm. that she has when she's walking down the street, passing, assumably black-owned businesses. I mm-hmm. did some research, and this movie looks like it was set in North Carolina. Okay, great. I, I couldn't. I couldn't point out like a city. Okay, they so kept standing in front of the Buzzy Bee grocery store, so I looked that up. Mm, Those are only okay. in North Carolina. Gotcha. Okay, 
So they're walking past these independent shops and she is griping about how many loans she has to reject because all these black people think that Mm -hmm. they could be entrepreneurs. And later in the movie, she says, do you know how many people I had to reject for loans because they want to open black owned businesses? Businesses. So you just reject black people. Because they're black. (laughs) They're the only people who... Any business a black person opens. Right. What killed me about that is her coworker who she's like walking down the street with on this tirade about all of these small businesses <laughs> on this block. Yeah. She, her coworker asked her, so when was the last time you supported a black owned business? And she goes, well, I used to watch BET. <laughs> <laughs> and then her coworker rightfully points out that BET sold yeah. to Viacom Years ago. That was like De- two decades, decades ago. Decades ago. Like, <laughs> and she goes, see? <laughs> this How did me. that prove your point? <laughs> she was just an utterly ridiculous lady. Um, yeah. So she's that way. But she, you know, her storyline mm-hmm. ties up because she did get fired from her bank job because she was racist. <laughs> racist. Yeah. Yeah. But we see... And she, because of that emotional turmoil, she seeks out mm-hmm. counsel with Dr. Jamal. Yes. And at the end of the movie, we see she hooking up with Dr. Jamal and Dr. Jamal's wife, who is, that is the name of this character in the credits. It is. I see it listed here as Dr. <laughs> Jamal's wife as well. She walks in and says, really, Jamal, my sister? So apparently, Miranda uh-huh. is related to Dr. Jamal's wife. The wife. Never came up though, but it was, but then why is Dr. Jamal so upset that his wife was having an affair? I thought, okay, so that leads us to the next couple. (laughs) Yeah, this is a much better way to go about this. Uh (laughs) Dr. Jamal is the counselor who is seeing all these couples. Well, most of them and some, and some couples that aren't even in the story. Um, Mm -hmm. His wife, he knows his wife is cheating on him. His wife is cheating on him with some young drug dealer. Yeah. And he's tracking her phone, so he knows he's che- she's cheating mm-hmm, on him. Mm-hmm. I think that at that moment, at that last moment, he got weak after dealing with this wayward woman and mm. fell to lust. I don't think wow. he had been cheating with Miranda the whole time. Okay, so after he caught his woman in the act, mm-hmm. he went and said, oh, I'm, I'm going to get you back. I'm going to sleep with your sister. Terrible. Or maybe he was just feeling, imagine you listen to married people problems all day, every mm-hmm. day. And you mm-hmm. thought your marriage was the solid one. And now you find right. out it ain't. So this single woman comes in and she's. Single woman you know, who happens to be your sister-in-law. Yeah. Mm. You know, you're right about that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Because I, I, I was thinking that he found out when I found out. But he knew that no, that was his he sister-in-law. he knew. That's his wife. <laughs> I mean, it would be scandalous if the wife had been lying this whole time and didn't have a sister. Because, I mean, if Miranda was my sister, I wouldn't want to be involved with her either. Because she is, yeah. like, unbearable. Yeah. Who wants to be around that all the time? She so denied make, her own know. cousin alone. Yeah. 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 And took joy in it. <laughs> she did. She did. So, that leads us to another couple. Um, mm-hmm. Dr. Jamal... The first patient, the first client we see him with is a woman mm-hmm. named Karima. I can't forget her name because at the end of the movie, she goes, I am Karima. Karima. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she too. 
is another like Miranda character mm-hmm. that just has this really fucked ideology. <laughs> I, uh, she apparently has been saved, and mm-hmm. now her and her husband, who used to, uh, in JD's uh, words, not mine, they used to be on it like bunny rabbits, and now <laughs> she don't, she won't even touch him. Mm-hmm. I mean, <laughs> she is in the pastor's office saying that her husband is evil. Evil <laughs> is has the spirit of Satan inside him because mm-hmm. he wants to have oral sex. He wants yeah. to have sex frequently, um, mm-hmm. and he's ju- it's just nasty. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. Why would he want to yeah. do that? Mm-hmm. But and, then here's the kicker. Yeah. When Dr. Jamal asked, well, then would you be upset if he went and found it elsewhere, Karima? Hell yeah, I'd be mad. <laughs> now, I do <laughs> want to put a pin in that. <laughs> because while it kind of shook out a little bit toward the end of the movie, Karima's character grew on me a little bit more. In this uh-huh. first scene, when I seen her, I was like, bruh, this is, this is like, 1990 in living cover in living color level of like like caricature like yeah. like this it's is given um uh tamala jones in the wood her character when she didn't want to um have oral sex with dl hughley oh my Remember? god yeah uh-uh, that's nasty <laughs> that's nasty yeah <laughs> yeah no that wasn't the wood that was uh the brothers oh right Ooh. Mm-hmm. So many black films. My so many job. black films. Oh, yeah. We got to go back to that time. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. It was given that. And it was also mm-hmm. like, it's just the like sassy black lady trope was a little heavy handed for me. Because I was like, yeah. like this is a little played up. Her, like she was overacting on purpose. It was a little yeah, yeah, weird. Yeah. And then she runs into this woman, which this is another story that started and never came back up and never finished but she i don't know if they couldn't get the actors back in oh she she read her down (laughs) (laughs) as soon as karima steps foot out out of dr jamal's office to the Uh hallway she runs into a church member that she Mm -hmm. go to church with and she go "Mm, heard your daughter pregnant and this lady just ooh, let the chopper sing Yes. Karima out. She didn't even stop for breaths. That was a read <laughs> for the like that was a read for the millennia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. And that's that's how I know. That's not something you write in a script. You sure mm-hmm. you write. And then a uh, church member walks up to Karima and insults her. But no, 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 no. This mm-hmm. actress, you Boom. you put your all into that. Go down the line. Really yeah. let it out. Mm-hmm. She cussed her ass out. Yeah. <laughs> it was good. It was good. <laughs> this is like the cussing out in this movie is like Tasha Smith level. Top tier. Like, yeah. This is yeah. like. That's why good. I have my Why Did I Get Married reference in the yeah. comic So I said, this is Tasha would have bodied this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, but here's the thing we get taken back to the car with the lady, the, the church lady who cussed her out. And the first thing she does is call her pregnant daughter. And, uh-huh. and be like, it's okay. We're going to be good. It's all right. And like, we hear the daughter on the phone. Right. But right. it never comes back up. Never at all. <laughs> and then. What, what's crazy about that? Because she goes, because, you know, even Jesus got talked about, baby. But y'all didn't yeah. get talked about no more for the rest of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> and then we zoom across the parking lot back to Miss Karima. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I don't know what's going to go on here. Um, yeah. And now she calling her. 
supposedly evil husband. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you ain't gonna believe who I bumped into at counseling. Yeah. Didn't your and counselor I, just tell you not to do that? <laughs> the one thing I could say about this movie is that every character wants one thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that made it, that's what made it easier to watch. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Karima wanted to be sanctified and tell everybody business. I guess that's two things. And her husband yeah. was like, girl, I don't want to talk about that. I want sex. <laughs> <laughs> when you coming home. Yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ooh. So now we can see again um what who was next what was another couple a couple um the woman with the bob uh who saved who brought who was supposed to bring dre the money before he got murdered dre yeah that was oh dre and keisha you're right dre and keisha yeah (laughs) so on the periphery of this Mm -hmm. dre just got out of jail a couple years ago and he is also a patient of dr jamal yes and he has a, a kid with this woman named Keisha who is very much like, you need to be back in the game, making us mm-hmm. some money. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> giving um, Tasha from power. Because mm-hmm. goes, why would you, what do you mean? What you going to leave the game for? This is this is a business. Yeah. It's, it's she was being that. unreasonable though because he had made more than a, enough money to be all no, right. She, she definitely was. But like, know where you come from, Ghost. Because really... T- Tasha keeping Ghost in the game was to keep him away from that hoe, Angela. That was the real how, how, reason. How did that it. work out? How did that work out? Well, Ghost <laughs> and mm. both, both Ghost and Angela is dead. And he mm-hmm. went and told Tasha, have some compassion. I just lost the love of my life, bitch. <laughs> That's terrible. Okay. You're in the mood for drama today. Let's get back on yeah. topic. <laughs> yeah. So similar to Ghost and Tasha, except mm-hmm. with way less money, because he was never yeah. like um, not no kingpin shit at all. He is yeah trying to he get it. He seemed out the mildly successful, but I think that was just with age. Like this guy looked a little bit older. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. like a young guy running the streets. And that's what made me she was like, join the army or something. I'm like, girl, they don't <laughs> need they don't need they recruit him. young for a reason they need yeah, you to they be want able them. to get it out there yeah young and yeah. fast you got to be uh-huh. running and stuff I don't think yeah. he was eligible for yeah. that because <laughs> even if you don't just his response was right the army the yeah. army rightfully so Dre so what we do see with him and what I notice in this movie this is like a town of black men that are just like disproportionately more mm-hmm. open to therapy than any other group of black men I ever seen. All these black that men, they a have a problem. Note. They had a problem and went straight to the pastor. I was like, okay, That's I'm with note. it. They all talking to somebody. That's true. Yeah. Good for y'all. Yeah. Dre, this hard, like, felon ex-drug dealer, he's going through it mm-hmm. and he sits on the pastor's couch multiple times throughout this movie to be like, you know, there's yeah. a lot going on. And we got some really, like, dramatic scenes from him. It was, I felt that. I felt him. He was very real, you know? Mm-hmm. He was. He was. I, I like Dre's character. Um, his demise was not what I expected. Um, that Let's talk about it. And that's me up. That's why I needed you to watch the last 10 minutes. Yeah. So <laughs> the movie started out with just like a little ruckus uh, mm-hmm. relationship. Woes took up most of like 90% of the movie. And then in right. the last 10 minutes of the movie, scandal was just gunfire and death it really went down fast so let's keep going with dre so 
Dre, he contacts his cousin or something like that to try and get on. He He's trying to get some yeah. dope front tip. One of his like old, get- like, yeah, like, drug dealing friends who's still in the game. So he's like, you know, put me back in, coach. You know, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, he's trying to get fronted some, like, you know, some amount of drugs. And yeah. he gets told no by this old friend of his. Very compassionate thing to do. The guy just gives mm-hmm. him money. And it's like, I yeah. don't want to see you out here, dog. Like, you right, be right. be done with this. Clearly, you um, don't serve your time. Your family needs some money. I'm going to help you out. I'm going to, you know, we can keep yeah. doing this because I ain't got caught yet. You, no, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So he takes the money and he's looking for different options. He's even like, maybe we should invest it. Um, uh-huh. But Keisha's ass drags him into a drug deal. Like yeah. she lines up through her cousin, some guy he can buy drugs from and then mm-hmm. sell it and using his money and things go sideways. Um, yeah. He's supposed to have the money. He doesn't have it in time. Keisha runs up with the money. But by that time, he's already shot. The guy who Five shot shots him. Chest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The guy who shot him is the. What's the male word for mistress? Um, Fuck it. Fuck it. He a mistress today. Yeah, he a mistress. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) Is the mistress of Uh Dr. Jamal's wife. So the Mm -hmm. man that Dr. Jamal's wife is cheating on him with. Yes. Is who shot Dre. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Then, mm -hmm. so these bosses that Jamal works for that we haven't met this whole time. Never seen them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They meet in an alley, a tunnel... And Jamal mm-hmm. tells, not Jamal, the the thug, um, yes. the mistress, the thug mistress. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it as soon as I said it. That's funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> thug mistress. I'm going to use that somewhere else. <laughs> not you a thug mistress. I feel like that would be like my black planet name. <laughs> thug mistress. <laughs> That could be a good rap name, actually. Thug you think mistress. so? I like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's now that we've said it a bunch of times, it sounds too much like thug, like thuglicious or like thug nipsin. <laughs> <laughs> I like thug mistress though. Ooh, oh, I sir, like that. that. Could be good. <laughs> so the thug okay. mistress goes to tell his bosses, "Ooh, that didn't go right. My bad, y'all. I killed him. Mm-hmm. I ain't mean to." And they kill him. They kill him because you now here's. Him. Now, the movie doesn't stop there. Then (laughs) we go see Miranda kissing on a bald man. And we think it's Tracy's old Uh man she dropped. But it's Dr. Jamal. And Mm -hmm. Miranda (laughs) is Dr. Jamal's wife's sister. Wife's sister. Yes. And the, the final words of this movie is, with my sister? Yeah. And you know what the first words of this movie were? I wrote it down because I knew it was gonna be good. Oh, please, please, let's 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 do it. Let's do it. The first spoken dialogue, not the song, the first spoken uh-huh. dialogue of this movie is, oh hell no. <laughs> when they was fighting. <laughs> and the last words was really my sister. My sister? I had wow. fun with this. I, I really did. You know, I like I said, I, I thought the movie also was very funny and it took me on a ride. And I the whole time I said, now what? Okay, I, I'm I'ma stick beside you. I'ma see where we're going with this. I'm trying to figure out what's happening. So. Now you know what I have no idea how it related? Hmm. The couple who we got introduced to in the middle of the movie. Oh mm-hmm. no. No, that was Miranda's 
a co-worker and her man, because they live next door to Tracy and her man, because that's when Tracy had to cut their speaker cord, because they out there playing that music all out. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, okay. no. So no. That was Tracy? No, yeah, but so who, Tracy who lived came next home? door oh, to Tracy Miranda's got co-worker. Yes. And she was trying to take a she goddamn bubble bath. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Got it. Got uh, it. Her and man was trying to get a job with the cable man who <laughs> How small is door. this city, man? So Tracy lived next door to Miranda's, Miranda's co-worker. co-worker. Who then took Miranda's job after Miranda was fired because oh, she yeah. wasn't racist, remember? I, I don't know why I didn't recognize her Yeah, in those scenes. Yeah, that was her. Whew. <laughs> that was a lot. So yeah. Which one was your favorite couple? <laughs> um, hmm. I'm going to say Karima and JD because their like, last couple scene together was perfect. They really came back together and brought it around. They so, did. You know, Wait, what did, together, did, together. did Karima, when she was listening to the radio, did she think he died? I think or she did thought she that think... JD shot himself on the radio. And but I how she did was... she think that he shot himself and also think that she that he was in that he bitch was house? On her. I don't know, because why would she turn the car around so dramatic like that? Yeah, she was back. like, oh, it ain't going out oh, like that. Not like this. I got to go, because he didn't answer the phone. She called him twice. Why are you doing that voice? What? Why are you making that voice? voice? <laughs> why did you make her sound like that? What voice? You did your respite voice. <laughs> why did you do that? I didn't mean to. I'm sorry. <laughs> You just do that unintentionally? I guess so. I need to work on that. That's what I'm saying. That's what this this movie, this character was mm-hmm. a little over the top. Yeah, she was. You got carried away. <laughs> Let me reel it back in. I didn't expect to be howling in here today. <laughs> My bad. Uh but you're right though. She comes in with a fury to try and get fury. him out of there. And then I and then he punches somebody in her name. Mm-hmm. And then she said, I'm gonna put it on you because you know, knock this man out for me. That's all he had to do was fight somebody for it the whole time. Okay. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite couple. All of these couples are so flawed. There was no <laughs> I wish we would have got one couple that was normal just for yeah. comparison. Well, you know? I think the uh, bank teller. Miranda's co-worker and her husband, they were pretty normal. They were just trying to have a little cookout in the backyard, listen to some music. His and job then, was one that required him to cut cable cords in the middle of the night. Okay, but that had nothing to do with their relationship. We're talking about which I couple guess. you like the most. Well, I don't and even said, know their names, Sydney. I, I mean <laughs> a couple with names. <laughs> I can't tell you. Mm. I think it was Sandra. Wasn't it Sandra? That sound right. Um, I I really liked Dr. Jamal as a character. I wish he hadn't fucked his sister-in-law. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, and then there was a couple. What? This will be forgetting. There was a couple that came into Dr. Jamal that wasn't in the story, really, who uh-huh. looked like a pimp and um, a, an employee of a pimp. You remember that? Mm-hmm. 
I might have zoned out on them. Dr. Jamal was like, what's going on with y'all? And he was, because he had cornrows. And he was like, oh, yes. He had okay, on a yes. shiny cornrows. suit. That brought me back. Mm-hmm. And he cussed yep. her down. He cussed her yeah. out. <laughs> and then he <laughs> yeah. had a heart attack. Uh, yes, he fell out in the office. <laughs> I do <remember> that. <laughs> then they went to the hospital. But then to they get come him. back the next scene and he's okay. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. They seemed closer yeah. from the from it. <laughs> so that was your favorite couple, the pimp. <laughs> <It's over. laughs> the pimp thing was implied. I don't think he oh, actually okay. was pimping. He just looked like it. Okay. That's common. Honorable mention for me is going to be Dr. Jamal's wife and the thug mistress. Just because <laughs> she had a thug mistress. <laughs> <gasps> yeah. And here's what I will say. Because anybody who's listened to this podcast for a long time or has heard me speak about this movie at all knows that I don't like Crash 2006. Mm. Um not a good movie. <laughs> Bad message. Yeah. Don't like it. Ludacris mm-hmm. was great. Um, yeah. Tandy Bay was, uh, Newton, she was great. However, mm-hmm. the rest Love of Tandy the, Bay. the whole yeah. situation wasn't good. Um, <laughs> no, not at all. And frankly, I would rewatch this in pieces before I rewatched Crash. Crash. So, that says well, This something. had me laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Cra- laugh nothing in Crash, Crash was funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I could agree to that. Yeah. Well, Sydney, I have a tough question for you this week because mm-hmm. this is a long it's a, a long cast list. Yeah, very, very. But I must ask you anyway because it's protocol. Mm-hmm. Who came to act? Yes, um, for uh, this week's, the first Who Came to Act Award nomination to be given out post-hiatus, um, mm-hmm. it's pretty obvious for me. I want to give it to uh, Miss Alizé Elise, a.k.a. Tracy, a.k.a. the cusser outer of the film. Mm. Uh, you did your thing, girl. Um, heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. <laughs> you, were, To be frank, you're the only character whose name I actually remembered when it ended. So mm-hmm. love that. Very funny. Keep doing your thing. Yeah. And, and since she's not here in the studio with us today, I'm going to accept that on her behalf. Um, congratulations mm-hmm. to you because we do enjoy when we're able to nominate an actor for who came to act, who also mm-hmm. happened to be the director or writer, you know, filmmaker as well. Yep. Um, yep. She didn't direct it. She wrote this, right? She wrote it. Yes. Okay. Yep. Someone director else directed. Was Jarrell Crump. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And frankly, so. To um, the like production company that did this, that uh, Alize works with, like that runs, mm-hmm. I suppose. Uh, I wish I had realized that this movie actually was much older than it was because I was yeah. the first time I saw it. It said twenty twenty um, on Prime. But that was a different but, movie. Yeah, it was a different movie as well. Had yeah. I known that, I would have looked up the production company and watched some of their newer movies because they just released the movie last oh. year. So I'd love to see that. And while this movie was admittedly wild kind of messy mm-hmm. the stories were um the uh-huh. acting was great and i think the i think it had good bones like it yeah, frankly yeah. with a few more adjustment like a few like changes to the story i would have been able to like understand yeah. it a little bit more less couples uh yeah a clear connection between all the couples you know yeah, yeah. like completing some of the stories out but yeah 
I was really in on this movie, and I frankly I wouldn't like I'd be, if I heard that they were remaking this movie, or like <laughs> like mm-hmm. again with a bigger budget or something, I'd yeah, be like, yeah. oh heck yeah, I want to see that. So I I do I want to look at some of their more recent movies because this was one of their yeah. earliest movies. I saw there's some Going for Broke that came mm-hmm. out last year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, because I I see the oh I and see this the is talent. actually starring okay so. This is starring Steven and Tracy from Behind Closed Doors. So there's like... An, oh, lovely. Going for broke. Yes. Okay. So her man's name was Steven. Tracy. Oh, okay. Got it. Okay. Okay. That good. It's a comedy. Yeah. I'm not yeah. mad at it. Um, I love a good franchise builder. You know. Yeah. Get up your franchise. I like that. Okay. Yeah. And that's all... I wanted to say that because like this mm-hmm. movie, it was fun and you know... It is yeah. it's an earlier it's an older movie, so I'd love to see where their filmmaking has gone since then. Like, cause the storytelling's yeah. there. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could I could agree to that. Yeah. So yeah. May, keeping a, uh, an ear out to the streets, you may hear our review of Going for Broke uh this season. So Yeah. All right. Well, I guess we done. You ready to get out of here, Sid? Yeah, let's wrap this one up. Uh, appreciate y'all for coming back and listening to us this week. Mm-hmm. As always, see y'all next week. Thanks for listening. To join in on the conversation, meet us in the Twitter streets at TNCC Pod or over on Instagram at New Chitlin Circuit, spelled C H I T L I N. And to keep up with our latest, visit our website at thenewchitlincircuit.com. Oh.